Welcome to the Special Interest Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Carly. We are the creators and hosts. As two women who received late autism diagnoses, we are passionate about educating, celebrating, and highlighting autistic identities. This life-changing diagnosis opened a whole new world to us both. Our special interests have been so important in our journey of self-discovery through our autism diagnosis. Special interests provide autistics with an element of regulation, comfort, and support. We want to provide a platform where others can share the joy of their special interests. Our podcast aims to represent diverse autistic identities through an inclusive community where autistic voices are valued, validated, and seen. We're excited for you to join us on our journey of learning and story sharing. Join us weekly as we share about our own experiences and other autistic stories. Welcome back to the pod, everyone. Welcome, pod pals. How are you doing today? Hope you're doing good. Let's all take a moment to check in with ourselves, take a nice deep breath, lower your shoulders. How are you today, Carly? I'm doing okay. How are you today, Alex? I'm feeling great. I just taught a yoga class and uh, going into it, I was feeling like pretty low energy, but afterwards I'm feeling so good. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad to hear that. And it's actually nighttime. Me and Alex usually record earlier in the day. So this is like a later hour for us. So we might be a little bit sleepy, but I'm loving your energy. I'm feeling it. It's making me feel, you know, excited because I've also had kind of low energy the past couple weeks. I'm still over here like yawning though. <laughs> like <laughs> my bedtime is in 20 minutes. So, but I'll stay up late for our pod pals for sure. Oh, thank you. So, how are you? How was your birthday weekend? I celebrated my 30th birthday this weekend. It was nice. Thank you so much for all the birthday love. I felt so special. That was really awesome. My family and my boyfriend threw me a surprise party last weekend with all my friends and family who could come. And it was so special. I felt so loved. And then this weekend, I kicked off my fundraiser for my backpacking trip through the White Mountains in New Hampshire. I'm going to be hiking that July in July, so I'm really excited. And I have already made it to almost halfway to my fundraising goal, which is amazing. So yay, yay. I'll be collecting donations for that. We have a link 
on our link tree if you want to donate to my hike. It goes to a really awesome cause. It goes to Stonehouse in Boston, and they provide support for survivors of domestic abuse. And I got to visit there. They took me on a tour, and it's a beautiful place. They offer um, like full daycare and preschool for people staying there. And they just have so many wonderful resources to support people. And it's just, it's a really, really great cause. So that's what I'm fundraising for. And I've always wanted to do this hike. And I'm finally doing it. I'm so excited. So if you can donate, I would be so grateful. So I kicked that off. And <laughs> for my birthday, I just wanted to go to Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> when I get a craving, I just, I have to have it. So I really wanted the soup, salad, and breadsticks. So I, I kicked off my 30th year with the classiest of Italian chain restaurants. And then I went grocery shopping with my whole family. It was really fun. <laughs> I was like, that's 30. Hitting up Olive Garden, the grocery store. And then yesterday, I spent the day with my mom, which was really fun. And we went to the beach because that's my favorite place to connect and ground. So that was great. It was very fun. That sounds so lovely. I'm so glad that you had such a nice birthday surrounded by all the people that you love. And I'm just so happy for you. And I'm so excited to watch your journey of this next year and see all that you accomplish. And I'm so excited for you that you're already crushing your goal with your donations for the hike that you're going to do. I give you a lot of credit because hiking, especially backpacking in July, just sounds very tough. So you have to have a lot of kahunas <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh complete something like that and it's just so awesome that you're doing it for such a great cause so I can't yeah. wait for to hear all about that and to support you in that journey yeah I've always wanted to go backpacking <laughs> like hiking and backpacking are two of my special interests I've never been on a backpacking trip but I have all of the gear I researched all of the gear that you needed because I was like, well, what if I want to go? I need to have everything and be completely prepared. So I like, there was like a whole, I mean, I, I'm still obsessed with it, but it was like a whole stretch of time where like, uh, that's like all I did was like research hiking stuff and like read about hiking. I wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail, which... Maybe one day I'll do. I'll do that with you. That's actually something I'm really interested in as well. well Carly and I, I are hiking the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> that would be so cool. It would be really cool. I would definitely do it with you. I don't know if I could do it by myself. Mm, I think that would be super challenging, but it would be pretty cool and pretty badass. It would be, it would be so badass. But um, I bet we could do it together. I feel like we'd have a great time. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do it with you. So I used to be like obsessed with 
all of that stuff. So I'm finally going on a backpacking trip. I'm so excited. And so you're doing it with a group, right? There's other, is there other women that are doing it with you? Yeah, there's a big group of women who are all fundraising for Stonehouse and we're all going to hike together. That's really cool. Do you know if they have any experience, if there's other first timers as well? Yeah, there's people who it's their first time and there's other people who have um, completed. There's this list that I'm working on. Um, it's called the New Hampshire 48 Mountains. And they're, um, I think, all of the mountains in New Hampshire that are over 4,000 feet. So I have maybe like six of them done. But there's 48 and there's people going on the hike who have completed all of them, which is amazing. So, yeah, that's so cool. That's gonna be such a great experience and being able to like connect with so many different types of women too. I feel like it's just gonna be so inspiring and it's just gonna be like, I feel like so transformational. Yeah, it's a beautiful opportunity because like you're fundraising for this awesome cause through building community outside, which are like three things that fill my heart so much. So I am so grateful to have this opportunity. I'm just so excited. Today, Carly and I want to chat about some more realizations about ourselves after we learned about our autism diagnosis. We're constantly learning. I still don't fully understand some things that I do or like know about myself. I'm, I feel like I'm still just like learning about myself. There's so much to learn and it can be really exciting. It can be really overwhelming. It can, it causes so many different emotions. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's things that come up like you said like we're constantly learning and we'll reflect on our past which can be kind of like easier at times but then it's like you'll do something in the present moment and you're like huh wow that makes a lot of sense it's you know due to being autistic <laughs> yeah I've been having a few of those realizations lately <laughs> Anything in particular you want to share? Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know how to explain this, but people will tell me something over and over and over again. And I just either take it like too literally or I don't comprehend it past the surface level. So one of the things... People like always say to you, like, look where you're going, look where you're going. And it's like, yeah, obviously I'm looking at where I'm going, but you know, I still always like walk into people. I walk into things like I, my like spatial recognition, like the space around me, like it's doesn't make sense to me. But one thing that helped me is like, I will always make eye contact with people, which I hate eye contact. I think it's just part of my masking. But if I'm like walking in like a group or I'm walking, you know, towards somebody, I'll like make eye contact with them. And then like I ended up like 
walking into them or like we're trying doing that dance where like we're trying to get around each other. And I finally realized like if I actually like I look where I'm going, it like, you know, I can see where I'm going, but also it gives the people around me information as to where I'm going. So they know to walk around me or they know to not like we don't walk into each other. Wait, that makes so much sense. We discussed this before we recorded this, but now I'm having like the aha moment of like, because when you mentioned like before, when you were trying to like, when you kind of were making eye contact with them, it's kind of like you were giving the information of like, okay, I'm walking towards this person. And so that's why you walk towards them and into them. Whereas if you're walking and looking where you're going, you're not going to walk into them because you're looking where you're going. I know that like is talking in circles, but it's like, whoa, I think I understand now. (laughs) Yeah, I felt the same way when I realized it. And I've actually been doing this for the past two months. And I have solid evidence that if you look where you're going, you look confident and like you don't you don't like look away or like look at people like you don't walk into anybody like people just move around you like I've always wondered like why do I feel like I always need to move for people like people aren't gonna they're like they're just gonna walk into me and actually no you just need to not look at them and then they will walk around you <laughs> or I don't know maybe there's something else I don't understand but when I tried snowboarding, I had like so much trouble with it because they were like, look where you're going. And like, now I feel like maybe I'd be good at snowboarding because I understand the whole look where you're going, like looking where you're going gives your brain information and the people around you information. (laughs) I'm probably not going to try snowboarding again. It was like a pretty traumatic experience for me. (laughs) I had to scoot down the mountain on my butt. So <laughs> it was not fun. I wanted to be like rocket power. If anybody remembers that show. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was one of the best TV shows. I've always been a squid. <laughs> yeah. For me, some of my realizations when it comes to movement since being diagnosed is just the fact that I don't know if I've always just been (laughs) super slow, but I'm like super slow in everything I do. My movements are really slow and I don't like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if that's something that's always been who I am. I'm also like super clumsy, even though I'm slow and yeah, I'm just like a slow walker. Sometimes I'm a slow talker. That's why Carly and I get along so well. She's got that sloth-like energy, just like me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially now, like, but I guess the thing, too, like, I, the thing that I think about is, especially when I'm, like, experiencing burnout, I feel like I'm even more slow. And so then I can sometimes be, like, self-conscious of that and get in my own head of, like, oh, my gosh, why am I, like processing things even slower or talking slower or you know just doing things at yeah such a slow pace and I think just it all comes back to like 
oh, okay, like it's, you know, maybe due to burnout or there's just so many of those realizations and so many meaning much more there's a lot more meaning to it that just makes it make a lot more sense and like puts the pieces together of why I am the way that I am but don't get that confused with me advocating for the puzzle piece because I absolutely do not Boo, puzzle piece reflecting on what you said having like that explanation for why I'm not thinking as quick as other people and why I'm moving so slow and like why I walk into everything and have mystery bruises all over my body. (laughs) Just today, my boyfriend was like, oh my God, that's a horrible bruise you have on your arm. And I was like, really? Where? (laughs) Like, I have no idea how I got that. But I used to get like so mad at myself, like for not being like other people and like not being able to think on my feet all the time or like move fast but now like I just I'm able to give myself so much more love and so much more grace and patience and it's really such a gift and you know I I still get frustrated with myself sometimes because it can be challenging when you can't keep up with the neurotypical world but at least now like I would say like 98% of the time I'm just like nope that's just the way my brain works and it's okay and I'm not gonna fight myself I'm just gonna roll with it Mm, definitely yeah I think just it's all about like the constant learning of who we are and what makes up who I am and who you are and it's just yeah it's a very reassuring and validating to know that it's not you know a flaw it's just who we are yeah and like when I hear about other people's experiences with like these exact same things like I always felt so alone like I was the only person like this because I didn't know anybody else who I just felt like deficient like I just felt like a deficient human being and like hearing about other people's experiences like it's not me like I'm not deficient the world just doesn't work with my brain and I just feel like I have to fight to keep up but hearing other people's stories is so validating and I I'm like oh like there's a lot of people who work like this and who think like the same as me and it's really empowering it is I'm so grateful that we have the opportunity to connect with the community it really does make you feel like so less alone in some of those struggles but also I'd love to hear to kind of like turn this around to like what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself that are more of like a joy to you like that you've learned that is due to your autism 
when somebody asks you a question and you had so many good answers and then your mind is blank, <laughs> um, which is not something I love, but that's what I'm experiencing right now. Like I love how, how much I feel. I feel every, I'm hypersensitive and I feel so much, which can be really hard, but that's something that I really love about myself. It helps me to connect with so many people and like something, like I keep going back to like, this is what I struggle with, but it's in like the perspective of like, but now I understand it. Like in high school, like everybody used to be so mean to each other and like, I never got it. <laughs> like, it's kind of funny. Cause like black, like I, you know, experience black and white thinking like to the extreme sometimes. And like, I can't just like casually be mean to somebody as a joke. Like it always ends up being like actually mean. And then I feel so bad. Like, I, like, cause I don't get how to like, I don't understand how to joke around like that. Like it just does. Like I always just go like, like it's too much, you know, like, and I never understood why people would like joke around and like joke, be mean to each other. And like, it just was just, it was weird. But like now I'm just like, you know, like that's just not me. Like I don't like doing that. Do you understand like sarcasm? I only understand sarcasm if it's like blatantly obvious sarcasm. Like I don't understand subtle sarcasm at all. Like the person has to be like, like their facial expression has to be like, extreme and like like one of my best friends she's like very sarcastic but she does it in a way where like her sarcasticness is so different from like her own personality when I first met her though I'd be like I are you being sarcastic <laughs> and she'd be like oh my god sorry yeah I am <laughs> like but now like I get her like there's like the two different you know um, and like, I love that. Like we laughed so much. We have like such a good time. And like, my mom's really sarcastic, but she's sarcastic and like very, like, she makes it very obvious. So, but anybody who's like subtly sarcastic, like I don't, <laughs> it goes right over my head. I'm like, uh, <laughs> and like me being sarcastic, like, uh, I think the only way I'm I'm sarcastic as if I'm like obviously sarcastic. Like I don't think I can be subtly sarcastic. And if I am, sometimes I am, but I don't know that I'm being sarcastic and people will laugh at me and I'm like, don't understand why they're laughing. And I'm like, oh, I must have said something funny. I don't know what it was. <laughs> That's so funny. It sounds like the people that you actually know on like a deeper level you can understand when their sarcasm is happening but the people that maybe you don't know as well it's like once again like are you truly being like mean or rude or are you really do you really mean this because sometimes it really is like an underlying jab like that those sarcastic comments it's like wow tell me how you really feel 
Yeah. And like that, I don't, I don't get, I'm like, uh, okay. That was just mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to think of like other things. There's like so many things that like I'm, I'm seeing in a new light and I love about myself that I learned after I discovered I'm autistic, but how about you, Carly? Like, what have you found that you love I relate to the aspect of that being hypersensitive as well, because it's something that I was always bullied for growing up, you know, always being like made fun of for crying over everything or just being so sensitive. And now, like, I, I love being sensitive. I love crying over everything. It just shows, you know, that I'm human and it shows that. I'm super empathetic. You know, I love being able to relate to people, but also one of the things that I always loved growing up were animals and I loved being able to connect to animals. That's always been like a special interest of mine and just having the relationship that I can with people getting super deep and just really being able to relate or at least try to see myself in people's shoes I like those aspects of myself and I see now that like my sensitivities are more of a good thing and I'm not ashamed of them anymore and another thing that I really enjoy is just the sense and feeling of autistic joy um, it kind of relates to the hypersensitivity, but like that, f- that feeling of like joy is so like euphoric. And since I've allowed myself to really step into that part of me and dabble in certain activities and try new things, it's just brought me so much joy and like it's like unlocked that feeling that. I never allowed myself to feel of just being like free and blissful and it's yeah unlocked so much for me just trying new things and not being ashamed if I'm not good at them and but still like knowing that there's like a learning curve especially like for an example roller skating I think I've mentioned this before but you know you try it and you're not, it's really difficult as an adult. It requires a lot of balance. And it's been a huge learning curve. You know, even if I take a couple weeks off, I, it feels like I'm brand new on my skates again when I put them back on. And it's just been so fun to practice it though. And yeah, just viewing everything as a practice, especially the things that I find joy in. It's just Uh, it's it's a really amazing feeling yeah almost connecting to like that childlike energy and like just not being afraid to try things for fun like roller skating like Carly and I when she was near me would go roller skating and it was so fun and like yeah like just allowing myself to do things that might seem childish like um, one of my friends got a Lego like flower bouquet and we like went on a trip together with like a group of people and we were just all building Legos together and it was so much fun and now I want 
so many Legos. Like, I just want to play with Legos now. Um, and like the other thing, like mini things, I love anything that's tiny, tiny food, like and tiny animals, tiny, like, oh, so cute. I just, I don't know. I love it. Like it's one of my special interests. So tiny. <laughs> um, and like, I've just been collecting like tiny things. Like I have this collection of like tiny boxes of food that like real foods, not like actual like foods, but like real food brands and like tiny utensils and like tiny toy. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I'm like babbling on about like my special interest right now, but it's just so cute. Like I love them. Sometimes I just like open the box that they're all in and I just look at them and it just, it makes me so happy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I always loved like growing up, I was obsessed with like, not like I had American girl dolls and like, you know, I liked them, but like, I was way more obsessed with like their accessories and like the, their little stuff. Like I liked, I played with that stuff more than the actual dolls, like all of their like little trinkets and things. That just made me think of like, I know everybody did this, but Polly Pockets accessories and everybody put them in their mouth. <laughs> Don't say you didn't because I yes. know you did. <laughs> like I, the feeling, I can still remember what it felt yeah. like, like the little purses. <laughs> I definitely accidentally swallowed a couple shoes. <laughs> Good thing I didn't choke on them. <laughs> but yeah, they were like really squishy. <laughs> They were, and I just wanted to put them in my mouth. Yeah, and we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Polly Pockets. Did you ever have Betty's Spaghetti? I think so. Is that the one with the hair? Yeah, she had, like, spaghetti hair. I think I had that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that, but throwback <laughs> I know right Bratz dolls Bratz were like the last generation of dolls that I played with yeah me too I had a lot of Bratz dolls with yeah their, they were cool with their missing feet right oh my gosh their ginormous shoes <laughs> yeah and I love how like they had like a just a bare foot attachment <laughs> So they could like walk around without shoes on. And they, yeah, they had giant feet and giant heads. Yeah. So I guess just like special interests in general too. Like it's, we, I mean, we are the special interest pod, but like, just to reiterate again, like how much excitement that they can bring to our lives. And I think just diving deep into some old special interests and even just like, um, playing around with them more and giving myself more time to be within my special interest it is very comforting and I understand that now whereas before like you know if I were to go into a burnout state or and not know I was in a burnout state in or be depressed or something I would kind of like numb myself and not allow 
myself to dive into my interests because I would just pity myself. I don't know. I just wouldn't, you know, it's, it's really hard to get out of a hole. So, but now I have so much more understanding of how to do that. I have the tools to do that. And uh, just having the information that I'm autistic just brings so much light to my life. It just makes it so much easier. I mean, there's still struggles, but like it makes those struggles easier. (laughs) Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about special interests too, like now I, I get it way more like why I'm so obsessed with certain things. And like, if I start talking about them, like I can't stop and I get so excited and like, you know, sometimes it overwhelms people and that's something I used to be embarrassed about. But now like I, I get it. Like I feel so much less embarrassment over these things that like I'm obsessed with and could talk to you about for hours and hours. Um, and I just have fun with it instead. And I allow myself to get super into those things and not judge myself. I think just finding like the right people to to surround yourself with is super important. The people that take the time to understand, you know, this new discovery in your life, what it means to you, and that will dive into those special interests with you and just let you really be yourself with them. I think that's been super important in my journey of self-discovery because it's really hurtful at times knowing that there's people that won't take the time but the people that have taken the time like I think that's just so much more important to know like oh those are the people that truly love me and it's really sweet yeah. and I'm glad you're one of them Alex <laughs> me too Carly yeah that's another beautiful thing about understanding myself better and learning I'm autistic is I've been able to really surround myself with nothing but support and love. And like all the people I have in my life are people who I feel so supported by and loved by. And I'm so grateful. And, you know, all of my people, like they all know I'm autistic and they're all so supportive of me and loving and they just, they want to learn. And it's been so wonderful to be able to share that with them and feel supported by them and obviously this podcast has been amazing and the community that we're building is so cool and I'm so grateful for it I on my way to teach yoga today I was like wow like I'm living my dream life in so many ways like I have you know this podcast with you and our community is awesome and I'm a yoga teacher, which I've always wanted to do, but it was just, it was a really cool moment. To circle back, this journey of self-discovery has just been super eye-opening and such a learning experience. And I know that we're just going to keep on learning and uncovering our identities. And it's just really, I'm super grateful that we're able to share what we're uncovering because I know it's just going to continue you know it's been almost two years since maybe like three years since the discovery 
and two years of official diagnosis about. And I just, yeah, keep on learning. And it's really great to be able to learn from other people going through the same thing. It's really wonderful. And I'm just, yeah, super grateful for the community as well. Yeah. And one of our biggest goals here is to help to facilitate and create that community. So we have an awesome chance to do that this month. Uh, Actually, today, when this podcast comes out, uh, tonight, we'll be holding our monthly meeting where we'll provide some journaling prompts and a meditation and just a chance for us to reflect together, to uh, meet new people. We have people returning and we're so excited to see them. So that's tonight at 7 p.m. You can send us an email to sign up. We just ask for a donation. It's a sliding scale. You can give us $5. You can give us $20. Give us as much as you can. Um, If you're able to, we appreciate it. You know, we put the energy in to facilitate the meeting. So yeah, send us an email. It's pod dot the special interest at gmail.com that's p-o-d dot the special interest at gmail.com i was just gonna say all the donations go right back into the podcast so we appreciate all of that because you know we're working gals i mean i'm not a working gal right now but we're trying and we're we're trying to you know really build the community here so we'd love to be able to give back as much as we can and we appreciate anything that you can give to us absolutely I'm a working gal (laughs) but you know some goals we have are to upgrade our recording equipment to give you like the best quality podcast and uh, we we don't have a Zoom subscription, and that's something we'd like to have so we can provide you with longer meetings, and it'll make um, editing the podcast a little easier if we don't have to have multiple recordings, and we'll be able to do more interviews, and it'll be easier to do those. So those are just some of our goals. So we hope to see you at our event. And if you can't make it to our event tonight, this will take place every month. And maybe we'll even have more opportunities to get together. If that's something that people are interested in, let us know. You can always DM us or email us any questions that you have or any advice or opportunities that you think of we're very open to anything that you have to share we love going back and forth with you guys it is such a sweet moment in our days and yeah so we hope you have a great day thank you for tuning in today and we love you bye bye